0: I'm Lacey and I'm Kippen we're two friends who love to get lost inside a great story and we're welcoming you to our own little book club this is one page more a podcast we're back hey Lacey hello Kippen
1: what's going on (laughs) I don't know I want to slap my own face for saying (laughs) we're back but you know what we are so here we go oh man Lacey and I were just talking about twerking and crumping, so we're (laughs) just a little silly right now.
0: So if anybody, we have plugged our Instagram. Why don't we plug our freaking TikTok? That's right. TikTok, (laughs) only for this podcast. So please, I don't even know what our podcast handle is. It is one page more, I believe.
1: It might be one page more podcast, but uh, you'll find it. You'll find it.
0: Let me get. It is one page more podcast at one page more podcast on TikTok. If you'd like to see more content, for currently it's Kippen only, but <laughs> over at Lacy or at Lacy Alexander, you'll see a little bit of my own. <laughs> but, it is. It's a little sad right
1: now, y'all. It is a little sad. I love TikTok. Um, I love Gen Z. I am here for all of it, and I'm also here to not take myself too seriously and make myself look like an idiot on the internet, but.
0: You know it what? Has come to like, the point that it—you have to just accept it. It's like, come on, this yeah. is going to happen these days. You it's just true. And honestly, like we're about to talk about high
1: school. I, I, I had a live journal in high school. Okay, I probably shouldn't put that on record because someone <laughs> will use their their evil powers and find it. And I don't need that to happen. I wish it was me if I had the dang comp. <laughs> it but it's would just, be. Like, I mean, I have been. I have been on the internet since there was an internet. Like you cannot tell me that there's a new fun app. Like I'm going to start using it. It's just the way it is.
0: I have felt so much. So we were talking this, her today about like our, some of our favorite reads from high school and early twenties. And what I keep thinking is like, I've shed so much of that, like, like I, I've definitely still got like deep secondhand embarrassment about some things, mm-hmm. but like I, I shared that picture of myself from sixth grade or fifth grade, which I feel like sounds, you know, like, okay, whatever. But honestly, I was so deeply, deeply yeah. ashamed of something, you know, something like small where I'm like, I feel like this is like 29 for me where I'm like, okay, just cannot sweat all the small stuff. It's just, it's I had just- to laugh at myself, just got to.
1: It really is true. I mean at some point so I was a huge journaler in high school, huge. Like I like loved to sketch and I loved to journal and I had all of these sketchbooks full of all of my annoying insights from (laughs) grades nine through 12 I got rid of every single one of them in like a big purge when I was probably 19 years old just like so horrified that one day somebody would come across these things and read them and now I'm like I want to come across them I want to read them (laughs) but i and like I mean I remember going through and like cutting my own face out of a yearbook whatever was like the fourth grade because I hated my picture I just if you're a young person please try and just reject all those
0: ideas please I will say I have got some journals that I would like I wouldn't let Graham read like the the person that knows me the best in this world would not be allowed to read them because I still have some shame I still yes I did circle I don't even know if I want to say this on this podcast was I was wow, I was thinking about something. I remember I started like crying. I literally remember circling the tears and writing like, "These are the tears. <laughs> These are the tears from
1: this We all oh. did that crap. I actually, one of my favorite oh. Instagrammers, Elise, literally Elise, posted like some shots from her old middle school. You know, journal the other day, and it was like, my life is hell. I hate this crap. But she wrote,
0: "But she put, I'm in a deep depression." I was like, <laughs> I feel so seen. <laughs> Whenever like a sixth grade boy didn't look my way, you're like something so ridiculous.
1: So good. This emo ness plays really well into the books that my little behind was reading in high school. So on the one hand was i staying up till midnight to get the new harry potter books absolutely was i also obsessed with like kurt vonnegut and um chuck Palahniuk books absolutely like the i not <laughs> That's
0: the yeah. only thing that comes from
1: so you tooted your horn about having more reading points than anyone else. We had something like that in high school. And I remember my teacher coming to me. You had to like take this little test in the ninth grade and it would give you your Lexus. Is it like Lexicon? Do you wow. know what I'm talking about?
0: Yes, I do.
1: I mean, so, I, mean I don't know the
0: exact test, but I, I get the.
1: Right. The so it was like the test that you took and it told you what what books were on your reading level
0: um, <laughs> and Um,
1: what you needed to like well, like what would be the next step for you in your reading level mine was so high there was only one book on my list and my <laughs> teacher what was the book teacher, uh the only book on there was actually a poetry book it was oh. blades or was leaves of grass and I was like well I'm never gonna read that actually I did read that because of this <laughs> um, and it's like you know very uh artsy Walt Whitman poetry from the eighteen nineteen. so it was fine I guess <laughs> not for me when I was what like
0: 15 when that moment happened
1: uh deep deep smugness oh my gosh like okay. of course i was my teacher one more... announced it to the whole class that i oh. was like the best reader in the whole grade and i'm like yeah did you do like a little
0: hair flip like it's me <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes exactly i had one one more little t- melon horn i was literally filled with like this like Exactly like you're saying, like, such, such joy. We had to do, like, a little test. And when I was in, I was in, like, fourth grade, I found out our reading level. I was reading at a high school level. And I was literally like, <gasps> that's right, baby. Me? Like, so, oh, my gosh. Oh, you mean me Good in joy. the fourth grade reading
1: The Hobbit and then finding <laughs> ways to bring up, like, oh, yeah. um, You know, when I was reading Tolkien recently, what? like, <laughs> as a 10-year-old. Like, I would slap my own self across the room. Anyway, I read a lot in high school um, and a lot of, like, very angsty books. My favorite author in high school was Kurt Vonnegut. I still love Kurt Vonnegut's books. Uh, I started with Slaughterhouse-Five, as most people do. And I actually had to read that for a class. Um, But it was just... And that is still, to this day, those books are exactly what I am constantly looking for now. They're like this absurdist humor with like weird fantasy, sci-fi elements, like hilarious and will make you cry. And I don't, it's just like chef's kiss.
0: I keep, so I had, I took um, honors, whatever it's called, literature classes, and I actually was trying to think of, like, the books that I had to read, and so, did you ever have to read The Pearl? I did, yes. I felt, so I had, there were, so books like The Pearl that I read and, like, kind of couldn't stand, The Scarlet Letter, I liked, Um, Into the Wild, fine, but... (laughs) what i really really got to me was the poisonwood bible oh my gosh! yes such a good book i was the only person in my class to read it because it was like 500 pages and i remember my teacher was literally overjoyed and was like please discuss it with me because like nobody else in the class would read it and i i don't even i didn't even love love it all that much but that's like kind of like the reader that i am where i'm like if i kind of like something i'll probably finish it up unless i have something else so that is like a big marker in my own personal like you know, that like animal farm. What is it? Lord of the flies, all these like totally random. <laughs> so I I I would say
1: 50% of the required reading in high school I actually loved. Like I will not knock a classic. I actually enjoy reading Jane Austen books. And I like things like Frankenstein and um Dracula, like for some reason, I got really into like this. old get books.
0: fun books like this. I feel like I would have loved them. I, to this day, I love Pride and Prejudice. What well, well, I was to say big shout out to one of my
1: favorite teachers from my high scout, high scout, my daughter, <laughs> high school, uh, Mrs. Couch. She was my Mrs. aunt. Couch? Yes, Mrs. Couch. She's Earth. like a five foot tall woman with a orangey blonde bowl cut. She was very (laughs) feisty and wonderful. And she taught my honors English class when I was in the ninth grade. And she taught my AP literature and English classes whenever I was in the 12th grade. And she just like had impeccable taste for for the age we were in. There's only one book that she ever picked that I just loathed and I almost refused to read it. But she like was obsessed with Frankenstein. And like that was, I remember her crying in class to us, like talking about like how moved she was by Frankenstein. And I'm like, this is my girl. Like <laughs> these are my people. <laughs> um, what was the book that you loathed? Okay. So the worst book that I probably ever tried to read ever in the history of my life was The Heart of Darkness. I don't know if you've ever read that, but it's still to this day. Like, it's, um, (laughs) you know, I'd like to tell you, but to be (laughs) honest, it's by, I mean, it's a novella. It's not even that long, but it's basically about, like, um, English people, like, voyaging on the Congo and, like, people either going crazy this... or like losing their minds or whatever I don't know it's like in the jungle and I just hated it so much and it made me sense. i if I
0: actually read this this sounds so familiar.
1: It's like a big time like oh this is on most high school like I actually never read The Scarlet Letter but like it's one of those type books it's like you know check and
0: check. I, the Scarlet Letter is actually one of like a, truly a great classic to me I, need to I read think it. I did have to read this. It's good. It's good. Um, the in when I was in college, I had to read, and now this is hilarious to me, I had to read, um, oh, my gosh, Heathcliff. What is it? Wuthering Heights. Yeah. And I remember, like barely being able to read it and literally being like like why is there so many heathcliffs why is every girl named kathy and now i'm like a freaking stan <laughs> so i definitely think there's like a you know what i mean like the reading come, for me comes in you know like maybe i had to grow into a book but like i love whether or not it's now where at the time i was just like totally deep, deep just
1: this goes back to lexicon just because i understand the words does not mean i understand the book because <laughs> What did happened you're... in the Heart of Darkness? I have no idea. And I did read it. It's just I hadn't like was having a very hard time comprehending. Um, but like I, I was such a nerd. Like I lived for my summer reading list. I was all about that.
0: Um <gasps> you know what I just remembered hmm. the <laughs> <laughs> the, the book that inspired me to go to, oh, my gosh, where did we go? To Italy was um, Donna Jo Napoli. What is the book? Uh, the Daughter of Venice. That was actually on my summer reading list. I did not even think about it until you said that. I had to read that one into ninth grade. And I had, I literally knew nothing about, like, the Italian culture at all. And whenever I read that, and like, you know, it's all about this girl. And, like, she's, like, running through the streets of Venice. And I was so, like, oh, <gasps> like, can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> and had to go to Venice, and but anyways, well, I thought well, that as an adult, and we ended up going. And I, uh, anyways, yeah, love good books like that. I love it. Thank I, you. I, I would say when
1: I hit like maybe tenth, eleventh grade is when I really started to reach out and want to read more adult. Fiction, I was like pushing the boundaries a little bit. And like to circle back, I went through a big Chuck Polanic phase. He's the guy that wrote Fight Club. Um, (laughs) (laughs) which Fight Club is an amazing book. He has some other books that are really, really interesting. And it reminds me of Vonnegut a little bit because it's like very weird, quirky, crazy plot lines. He also has some like short stories and some books that are like gross and freaky and very dark and weird and i was like like oh i'm so cool cuz i like i am interested in this and now looking back i'm like no not for me not for me um but you know that's part of like being a poser teenager is like trying to feel like you're a badass for reading a certain thing
0: what is also hilarious to me is like I, so we're talking about like you know like some of these like really renowned like great books I also was reading books like The Selection, um, House of Nights, Twilight, Mm -hmm. the uh, freaking Hunger Games came out. And I was like, like all of these like big major series, the Harry Potter, the final Harry Potter came out. I think I was a senior in high school. Like I, I, the same way how I joked and said you had range. I am a hundred percent. I will read a short, good, quick, even if it's a mediocre you know, mm-hmm. New York Flash, honey.
1: There's a book that like stands out to me that whipped through my friend group. I mean, it whipped us all into a frenzy. We are we're obsessed with this. It was like, uh, like rock star status. In I don't know. We had this one copy of this book, and we were just all, you know, passing it around and reading it. And it was called um, God Shaped
0: Hole. Have you ever read this book? No, I've definitely heard of this title.
1: Uh, It's like, it's not YA, but it's like a very um, young person's romance book of like this kind of like semi rock star guy and this like kind of quirky girl. And then they meet and they have this just like big tempestuous romance and just fall head over heels for each other and then like there's some sad parts and i don't know it just like it really it was just such a great thing to read at like 17 years old (laughs) you know you're like i love this oh my gosh
0: i'm trying to think i got i was i've always enjoyed like a touch of a romance like even like you know reading harry potter and i'm like okay i don't know who i want this man to end up with but he's gotta end up with somebody like always like pushed for those kind of things and that's like I think probably partially why I loved all those like terrible um like the twilights and like where they're bringing all these like random um creatures but they're all like falling in love and I'm like yes I'm all about this like truly have always loved any kind of like a romance like if a book's got even like a touch of romance within it <laughs> you're gonna Nicholas Sparks matter of fact <laughs> Speaking of, my mama has that's like my mom was kind of like reading like she's a very like hallmarky kind of person and she got into like like basically every book that he would read or you know like he writes like a new book like or it was at the time like every six months and she would like run out buy that book read it and then like pass it along i don't even i would literally not even like the book but just for the sake of reading it i would sit there and read about what is the one you know i'm talking about like molly cyrus and uh, liam him you know some terrible but i'm like okay i'm gonna read this
1: Bless your mother. I I do like romance. I'm much more cynical than you. I actually remember like loathing the idea of Twilight and I did read them all and I like was obviously entertained, but it was definitely like kind of a hate read for me. Um, <laughs> I just, I like romance. I really love romance, but it needs as soon as it gets a little too mushy it just like irritates me where I feel like if I don't feel like I could ever talk to somebody that way or would want to be treated in a certain way, it just icks me out a little bit. And I like pull back and I just can't,
0: I just can't go there. You know, a little hokey doesn't bother me. It's like Mm -hmm. romance to me. There's like a fine line. Like it's, It just, it has to just be like between these certain kind of parameters for me. And I cannot like vocalize it, but like either really like it and I'm invested in the relationship or either I'm like, cannot care at all. Like I was invested in, uh, what is her name? Bella and what is his name? Not Edward, Edward. but no, the other one, oh, uh, Jacob. You were, I was obsessed. Yes, I got a, see, this is the kind of stuff that I'm like, I wish this kind of like stuff in the deep recesses of my brain would go away. I was wearing a, um, Edward, not Edward, Jacob shirt <laughs> to the uh, one of the Twilight premiere movies. And I had a ticket like the first time it came out. And I was like so proud and feeling so cool. So, anyways, all oh, this so kind of thing. Good. Kind of so thing. good. I hated like the Maze Runner. That was a kind of like hokey, like everybody else loved it. And I just could not get on board. But it was like they would say, shucks. Or, oh, shut, or like something it was I can't remember it was something like so stupid so if it's it can't be too stupid it can be a little stupid right it just can't be too much so well you're like a hair younger you're what three years younger than me
1: so and, and when you're in high school like that makes a big difference of like the teenager kind of trend so I was just coming out of high school and like early college age when Um, like the Twilight movies and stuff were coming out and I never I've never even picked up uh, The Maze Runner I honestly like I am not a huge dystopian person I do like but like for example because I'm a big fat snob in high school I really did love like 1984 and I loved um I don't they know a novel
0: over how much I hated 1984 for a variety of reasons.
1: <laughs> I loved it. We, were, but,
0: and we read that for book club. So I was like, oh, I don't know, yeah. 26 years old. And it, one thing when it got to talk about like the, this is a the thing they got to talking to. It was like a graphic. Like he was being like, there was, you know, just some, I don't even want to go into it. Some elements going on. Anytime the book is like that. I'm sorry. Goodbye. I am out. <laughs> Unless it is like a memoir. And I know the person's going to come out. Okay no cannot handle
1: no and this is exactly what i'm talking about where i'm like i was going through this stage where i was like i'm so cool i don't care i can read like the most graphic it just has no effect on me because i'm just so edgy and cool and like obviously that's not true i think
0: i read the first hunger games when the first movie came out and there was at least two or three and i whenever like that trilogy i literally it was like i don't know two days it was, like, done. Like, I just could not stop. And that's definitely, like, the kind of reader I am. Where, like, if a book is that good, you, it will be finished. It will be devoured, like, very <laughs> shortly. That's very true. I would, like, zipped
1: through books in high school. Oh, man, I miss that. Like, that's the one thing probably I miss from high school. It's just all of the endless time that I oh, had. Buddy. To do whatever the heck I wanted, um, which was usually nothing because my life was boring. Um, But I actually don't think that I read the Hunger Games series until after the movie came out. And maybe that's why I like the movie more because I saw it first
0: seen i love the books so i wish they're they're we talked about this they're both really good Both really good but i know
1: but but they're not good enough for us to talk
0: about on every episode
1: and (laughs) apparently i'm determined to do so
0: we are um do we want to talk about some of our the other books that we liked a little bit later that we kind of fell into you know
1: early I I would say college was actually like a dark time for my reading. I It's not like I had like the hugest, biggest social life in the world, but I definitely fell off the wagon for a while with reading a whole bunch. I mean... Uh, A main thing was, is I, I mean, I didn't have an iPhone yet. And so I wasn't like listening to podcasts a whole lot. I was definitely reading for school, but I was also in school and had a job and an internship and like going out with friends and things like that was definitely a bigger priority in my life than, than reading books. No.
0: Well, I, and I, I had a very, very similar situation where I, I, I know I was reading, but I wasn't really reading anything that's like memorable. And I'm, I am literally meaning from like the time that I graduated with my two year degree till a couple years after me and Graham were married. So, like, I don't know, three or four year gap before I really, I think, was it that did the two of us start this book club up? I remember we were talking about like how we wanted to talk about books. We both, Knew a lot of people from Jacksonville. We started a book club, and then that's kind of like got me to where I would kind of like read consistently. Before then, I had read like The Cursed Child, but kill me, despise, <laughs> never ever. Um, but then after that, I really did start listening to audiobooks more and I picked up more. Um, I picked up more series. I want to talk about some of these series, some of these series we love together.
1: Yeah, I think that what really sparked it for me was after I had my first baby. And so I was, I mean, I definitely was reading in this time. Don't get me wrong, but it was on the back burner more so from the ages of probably like 20 to 25. There's probably like five year period where I just wasn't reading as much and I was working and I had a little baby and I had to pump at work. And so that like, space of time three times a day I was just sitting in a room pumping breast milk and like that's when I would listen to audiobooks and stuff and that like really kicked it off
0: um I specifically remember somehow I found Outlander I think it was like one of the recommended books for me and I started listening to it at the time I lived two and a half hours from my parents and so I was Kim not commuting, but I would drive and visit them maybe like every other weekend or once every three weekends. Yeah. And one time I was in the car by myself and I had listened to like the first hour of Outlander to me is like, what is it? It's um, Claire and Frank. And so it's like, it, it's, it's not a super exciting part of the book. I remember there was a point where there was like a 40, there's a 40 minute part of that drive where you go through, there's no cell service. So there's nothing to do, but listen to something. Mm-hmm. So I, And at that point is whenever Claire is sent back in time and she gets into um, the 1700s in Scotland. And from that moment on, I have been a diehard. I will never not love the freaking Outlander series, particularly the first book. Like that moment, that was like, I literally think about the moment all the time. I'm like, I wish I could relive that moment of like finding a book that I literally will be a stand for until the end. I saw
1: a meme the other day that was like, do you ever finish a book and worry that you'll never read a book as good as that ever again? And that has definitely happened to me several times because I have a very high standard. I try and keep those like five star reviews for books that like change me. That just like, I just can't like that just send me and Outlander had been on my list for a very long time. And actually, I remember that I had downloaded Outlander as an audiobook, and then I went to listen to it, and I had accidentally downloaded the German, <laughs> the German version, and so I just like was like whatever, and for whatever reason, I couldn't, re- I could wasn't smart enough to return it, and I just shelved it and I didn't try again. And then you read it. I remember gushing to you and being like, "You don't, you don't have to read this, but if, if you want to read this, this is a great book." <laughs> yes, and <laughs> so. And me and Lacey took a trip around this time to Paris for like three days for a whirlwind trip because we are very fancy. Um, (laughs) But we really did do that with our mother-in-law. And I downloaded the first because she told me also, you got to listen to it because the narrator is fantastic. And I downloaded it and I remember sitting on this plane for, you know, the 10 hours or whatever it takes you not 10 hours but the long long flight it takes you to get there and just being like oh like looking around the plane like wondering (laughs) if anyone else was like aware of my heart racing or whatever just uh, so in love with this series oh so good
0: i wish i keep thinking i try to watch the season four or four or five when i'm on netflix and i wish they all had like the the like vibrance and like joy of life and like everything great about the first book. I like I wish every book was like that. They're they're not all like that, but
1: they're not I, I I mean, girl, I have spent hours and hours and hours listening to all of them. I like a lot of them. Some of them I I literally just don't recommend. Like so boring, but I I'm a diehard Stan. So I've listened to all of them. The I have not been able to really get into the TV series, mainly because a lot of Outlander happens when Jamie and Claire are a little older,
0: and it just like doesn't work for me with the same um, actor Be like fifty years old, and instead it's right Sam Hewen who literally looks like a freaking Greek god, and yeah. he's like, please, you would exactly. not, <laughs> you would have like three teeth. Totally. You would not be a linguist and know six languages, or yes. whatever his special skills are.
1: You know, I mean, maybe I can believe that he was still like a zaddy at 50, but I just wish that they had pulled a crown and like done that first season. The brand and new then actors Yep, wiped the slate clean, <sighs>
0: recasted, and moved on. Not that at I don't least, love yeah. you, Sam Hewitt, but. They should have done uh, our deep, deep makeup him mm. some scars. I mean, this man was a warrior. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he anyways, here over there. So,
1: if you have learned nothing from this episode, listen to
0: Outlander. What are you waiting for? And if you've heard Outlander, listen to the Bronze Horseman, also a, another Ooh. great trilogy. Also filled with sadness, but you know that great. I never finished that the third book. I had to go back and listen. So I listened to it when maybe twenty fifteen ish. I don't know if it was that far, but I went back and listened to it in like 2018 because I did the same thing. I it, it got so sad that I had to stop, but it is good. It's again yeah. that first book is so dang good, and then the authors just it's not they even drop the ball, but I think a lot of it's like the first book for me is about like the romance will they won't they, mm-hmm. and then what's kind of established is kind of like okay. <laughs> no, I like, I'm done with this part. But yeah, Outlander and The
1: Bronze Horseman, both romances that I love. So it's not that I don't like romance. It's just that I demand perfection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Are there any other books that just like rocked your world in your early 20s?
0: Um, I love The Red Queen. And to this day, I can remember only three of the characters and none of the plot, but I know that I loved it. I remember (laughs) loving it so much. One of these days I'm going to revisit it. Uh, It was like a, I don't even remember fiction, had a romance in there. So, you know, that's basically all it takes for me to be on board.
1: As I'm thinking about it, I think the one book that I would bring up as just like adoring is um, the night circus, which I know is on your to read list right now. I read that book a lot, like actually pretty shortly after it came out and I'm not quite sure why. And that is a book that I have recommended over and over to people. Um, If you want a little bit of, should you read it or should you listen to it? That is definitely a, you should read that book because I tried to go back and listen to the audiobook and I could not stand it. And my King Jim Dale, y'all, uh, the universe heard me talking bad about Jim Dale and said, No, we will not. <laughs> we will not. We will shut that down. That's right. I'll wrap this up real quick by just saying
0: Jim Dale was not the right person to narrate the Night I Circus. Bo- how can somebody literally do Harry Potter in a hundred different voices? I, I got to read the book. Just, I'm, I'm excited.
1: The energy of that book is like, it's not slow. It's more like hypnotic, is the only word I can They're think like
0: of. A is what I'm thinking.
1: It's just like <laughs> it's just smooth, and there's just I don't know. I absolutely loved it. It just it needed a fresher energy, it needed more energy, actually. Jim. <laughs> I don't I don't even think he was phoning it in. It was so it was putting me to sleep to such an extent that I had to stop listening to it. I mean I'd already read. I'd already read it, so it was fine, but love the book. Do not recommend the audiobook. Um,
0: I don't know. Any other books that change your life before we go? The only one that just came to mind, and it's because our mother in law's reading it, that I read it as an adult, is The Handmaid's Tale. Oh I, yeah. I, I I very randomly read it and then like the next week found out there was a series that was like, it was like the, the week before it started. And I was like, well, that couldn't have been timed any better. So love it. That was another
1: one that Miss Couch made us read in the 12th grade. She really was the best. We should give a super
0: big shout out to Miss Couch for having great picks and <laughs> good gracious.
1: You know what? You know what she really like opened my eyes to was a lot of modern fiction that was boundary pushing. Like she was the kind of teacher that was having us read The Handmaid's Cell. She had us read Beloved. Um, I mean, reading Toni Morrison for the first time, like that is a life-changing experience right there. Like that woman, I, no one writes like her. Like her books are so unique and so entrancing, like incredible. Like we loved... The Vanishing Half, I think both of us really enjoyed that book. But to me, that cannot hold a candle to, like, one of Miss Morrison's books, for example. Like, I feel like if she had read that, like, written that story, it would have been a hundred million times better. I don't know. And... Um, Yeah, but I don't know. Teenagerhood was interesting for books. I'm glad that I experimented a lot with what I read then. I feel like I'm a little... I'm a little more stuck in my ways right now, but this podcast is helping me like freshen things up and jump around a little bit more.
0: I feel like now I'm reading more types of books than I ever have before where I'm like, I I know what I like and I have my favorites of course, but I've really been just like, doing and trying anything and it's been it's exciting i like having and especially like we talk about like going in blind like i love having no idea what a book's mm. about and then just start like reading and either you know especially whenever you really love something you're like wow like i want to read more from the author or i want to read more about this topic it's always so exciting one thing
1: that that being a like a teenager was Good for is that I just read so voraciously, like in middle school Mm -hmm. and as a as a teenager, and like we're saying with that drought, kind of in my early twenties, I really like I really felt like maybe that that was a hobby that I would never pick up again, and I don't know why. I I guess it's because a lot of people around me seem to still be reading like all the time, and I'm just like, how is this happening? Like I I love to read, but. Something about it, like even as someone who loved to read, I just felt very overwhelmed at some point and thinking like, I don't even know where to start. I don't want to waste my time on a book
0: that I won't like. That was, that's a big, big issue for me. I agree. It's like you have to get in the mindset of like, if you don't like a book 10 pages in... Okay, resell it or Dump it at it. the library. Like totally, you don't have to spend your time doing something you don't want to do. Yes,
1: and like you can, you can find tools. You can make lit. Like even, like I'm not a Goodreads person. We've talked about doing one for the podcast, and every time I get on that app, I'm just like a little overwhelmed. It's something that I doesn't bring me joy. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't have to do that part of it. Like, I can just read the stuff that I like and I can find other resources to get book recommendations. And I feel like if you want to be a reader, if you were a reader at one point and want to discover that part of yourself again, you can totally do it. And audiobooks airpods uh audible subscriptions all that stuff makes it way easier than it even was as a teenager to like
0: slide that stuff in right and just i think for me it's also been so much fun just carving out a little bit of time like today i did everything i needed to do like needed to do for my family and i also listened for like two hours to an audiobook uh, that i'm really enjoying and it's just like okay you know, otherwise I was going to be listening to a podcast or bored out of my mind or, you know, it's not like I'm like emotionally checked out or anything when I'm talking to my kids. So, yeah, just oh, oh, totally. maintaining and, and kind of figuring out what works for you.
1: It's like, okay, I could listen to a book or I could watch an episode of The Bling Empire while, <laughs> while I while I fold this laundry. And sometimes I do want to watch The Bling Empire. But a lot of times lately I want to flip on my audio book and just be whisked away all right well we had a little bit of technical difficulties there but hopefully you came out of this with uh maybe a spark in your mind of something that you read a long long time ago that you want to revisit I I want to pick up another Kurt Vonnegut book and see if I still love it like I did I feel like we should read one of those for the podcast
0: I would be down because I don't know if I've read any you're over here talking about all these people that I'm like have I ever read perhaps not (laughs) so let's do it
1: yes alright season 4 coming at you not right now but later <laughs> in 6 months time yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> alright bye bye this has been one page more thanks for listening please leave us a 5 star review
1: <laughs> listen now
0: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Two freaking hours of talking. Who are we? I <laughs> mean, Is that another name? I mean, actually, it's literally exactly who <laughs> we are, but here nor there. <laughs> <laughs>